comes comes from bhakti which is a very very sacred tradition something that we did not do why should we take pride in that like association mein kya pride hai yaar you know left and right are actually parts of the parliament during the french revolution chronology samajh rahe ho Welcome to the next episode of Adda meets Aratai. After a long wow. gap, I think. energy, dude. Carry on by all means. In this episode, we are going to talk about itihas. So, Ambarish, did growing up, did you like history as a subject, or was it like one of those subjects that you had to, uh, you know, like uh, tolerate to be able to clear your exams? Oh I I thought it was very interesting it was actually one of my most favorite subjects also because we read history not only through textbooks but there was a very popular brand called Amar Chitrakatha which published a lot of stories uh, through comic books in picture format so everything from Shivaji to Harshvardhan to Chandragupta Maurya everything we learned through those pictures in Amar Chitrakatha so it is very interesting for us history personally has been very very interesting for me because i have always been a story buff i found history very very interesting but not so much the dates aspect of it but the stories oh so, i can so relate to it like i hated numbers i'm like yaar kisko chahiye french revolution kab start hua i don't want to know and then you know like tell me the story what's what's there in the story date mein kya rakha so i was like that kind of a person but you know like chronology and dates matlab uh, chronology samajh rahe ho ha ha bilkul to wo mujhe nahi pasand tha like i i liked more stories in fact um, sometimes i forgot which mughal emperor came first uh, was it humayun or akbar so i remember like a couple of years ago i took my family to delhi for a like i mean i'm not I, i was not even living in delhi they took me along because i was the only one in the family that could speak hindi and we were in humayun's tomb so wahan ja ke we were standing in a queue and i was just telling them about the first king i told them was humayun followed by babar uh, mm. so which is actually the reverse right babar started the mogal emperor did he ek second so we had this thing at school my my dad taught me this so apparently there's this there's this bengali line which is supposed to help you memorize the sequence hmm. of uh, the mogal emperors so wow. it went like this it went like babar hoilo abar jor sharilo oushode which it's archaic bengali so it's babar hoilo babar humayun humayun abar jor akbar jahangir sharilo jahangir ke baad shahjahan shahjahan oushode aurangzeb so uh, yeah so so that's the sequence at least till aurangzeb and then there was some other uh, small time emperors and then finally there was bahadur shah zafar if i remember correctly that and you know most of us remember that because of that uh, doordarshan serial called bahadur shah zafar which had ashok kumar in it oh no wonder you guys had this technique and you know in uh, in that queue mm. in uh, you know in humayun's tomb mm. uh, uh you know i was i was telling wrong history to my nephews and niece mm. uh, so i was telling them that uh, you know like this one is uh, humayun mm. and humayun's uh, son is babar 
is what I was telling them. And uh, the, and then I told them Humayun was the founder of Mughal Empire. Uh, founder of sorry Mughal Empire, Emperor Kamala. Uh, and then uh, so this guy saying sorry, what did you say? Uh, and then you know, and then he asked me something in like in a Hindi with a Bengali accent. <laughs> oh shit! And Abhare uh, Baba, they were like, no, it's not the case. It's like Uta. And then he started telling me, oh, so you told this to your nephew? And I said yes. Please don't tell this to any more any more people because this is wrong. Please don't teach them incorrect history. <laughs> I always used to insist in my family that we keep a guide who will tell us the history behind that specific place. You know, not like an audio guide where you just wear the headset, but like a human being who's like a tourist guide who will tell you about uh, the different monuments or different historic places. And I was so fascinated by the stories that they add. Like every guide adds his or her own take to uh, the story and the history of that place. So I used to love uh, having a guide around. Now I think one guide that comes to my mind in you know, recent memory is when I went to Mahabalipuram in uh, uh, Chennai officially, it's called Mahamallapuram. But yeah, uh, when we went to Mahamallapuram, there was this guide who came in offered saying, Ki, uh, I can talk in three languages. I can, t- I can talk to you in Hindi and English also if you want. And I told him, why? Like I'm here, I'm Tamil, just tell me in Tamil. So then he said, okay. Uh, and then he started explaining how the Indian Prime Minister was there, Chinese President was there, and you know, in Mamalapuram and you know, and other stuff. So good fun. Yeah, so, so this guide part was very interesting. I don't know whether tourist guides exist anymore or how popular they are, because nowadays you have so many uh, apps at your disposal to get information. I don't know whether people actually fall back on guides, but that was an interesting concept and they had a very animated and interesting way of telling stories. When uh, I remember going to Ajmer uh, Sharif, what Darga is that? Moinuddin Chishti, is it? Khaja Moinuddin Chishti, yeah. So we went to the uh, Ajmer Darga who's, Sharif and who's also we had Harik Nawaz. Yes, yes. Hmm. And so we were there and uh, my father, uh, me, my sister, my mom, uh, and uh, there was this guide who was obviously uh, speaking in fluent Hindi and English. And beach uh, mein, all of a sudden, he was like chase Bengali. He was like, "Apnara uh, Bengali uh, Who of you are Bengalis?" And we were like shocked. I mean, how? Is, and he was obviously a North Indian, right? And we were like, "What happened?" So he said that. Uh, there's this very popular Bengali film called uh, Lal Pathar, uh, on which another uh, popular Hindi film called Lal Pathar was made, which had Rajkumar and Vinod Mehra in it. So, Lal Pathar was shot in uh, Dargah Sharif, and he just wanted to uh, wanted that connection with the Bengali to tell them that this film, which is a very popular and iconic Bengali film, was shot here. So, so that was very interesting. I mean, none of the others would get it immediately, but that was an interesting touch to find a Bengali in the group and, you know, speak to them in Bengali. Interesting. That's definitely interesting. I think not everybody might be fascinated with uh, history as a, as a child, but, you know, I think these kind of interesting anecdotes and comparisons and, uh, you know, like telling them about movie shoots definitely uh, helps them make a connect, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, history is fair, being fed like a medicine mixed with honey, like just to make it palatable to kids who don't necessarily like history. 
or find it boring no uh, i think honestly i think growing up i actually encountered more people who found history boring than those who actually found it interesting i actually you probably are the third or fourth friend in my life who has responded positively to saying that they actually liked history most of the friends that i ever had were the kind of people who would say oh no history is so boring because you have to mug up these dates and who cares when such and such thing happened and all of that and that is the lens with which history is seen i mean people normally don't see it as storytelling as stories but they look at it with this very boring uh revolt of 1857 lens and i think that's why a lot of people find it unexciting yeah that's there but sometimes people use history to still live in their past and in those those days of glory and people yeah. take pride for things that they did not do i mean why should somebody take pride because i don't know like a lot of my tamil friends are like tamil is the oldest language on earth i'm so proud okay why are you proud i mean just because mm. you speak the language what did you do to the language like i think something that we did not do why should we take pride in that like association mein kya pride hai yaar so that's my problem with history that people use it to you know like kind of uh, bring out this uh, unnecessary and uh, you know undeserving pride in something just by association i think that's a problem then because that kind of colors their judgment then they're not open mm. to uh, you know like changing or being flexible a lot of those problems come when they unnecessarily associate pride and their ego to something like that i would say that uh, on all in all aspects if we replace i am proud by i am happy to that would be a very positive uh, you know it, it sends out a very positive signal and a positive statement and it doesn't require you to compare your position with others i'm happy to be an indian yes of course i'm proud but i'm saying it's a more positive statement to say that i'm happy to be an indian yeah, but i'm not I'm, comparing hmm. it to somebody else and saying that this is best got it and you're kind of detaching your ego the moment you let go of words like proud for something that you did not do right i mean you built something from scratch you can be proud of that because you did it but if you did not find you know discover the language that you're talking about or anything else then why be proud of something that you did not build yeah and and the most fascinating aspect about this is the overwhelming majority of people who actually keep saying that history is so boring who kept saying that in school all of these people today use history to make a point about something they firmly believe in and they seem to know everything anything everything about national leaders about what happened in the past which king destroyed uh, religious institutions which king was benevolent which king belonged to which religion which region they came from where we are from what is our background so is the same set of people who at school found history boring and today they have all sorts of opinion on history and where we came from if you were to explain to them uh, or other explain to younger people why is history important what would you tell them i i think uh, i don't know how history is important from an academic point of view but i think history is definitely significant because it teaches us that you know people are not so different as they seem you know people may have had come from various different backgrounds 
but there's a lot more similarity between different races and different countries uh, than it would seem and a lot of lot of prejudices would break if you actually go deep into history and you know find these stories or read about these stories for instance uh, this whole debate about urdu belonging go to, to pakistan certain, yeah and and it, it belonging Uh, the language actually belonging to pakistan or belonging to the middle east or something like that but if you go uh, a little maybe 300 400 500 years back and maybe not even that further back you'll find that urdu is a language which was actually invented in india it's a constructed language which was actually invented in this landmass called india and uh, it didn't uh, it doesn't belong to a particular community it's it's a language and it's an interesting language at that similarly again all of these statements that i'm making i don't claim to be an uh, a history expert or anything this is all uh you're just a linguist that's speaking sorry you're just a linguist uh i know that's speaking yeah right yeah right <laughs> so <laughs> so basically uh, so one reads about things and gets to learn certain things i mean Uh, there are there can be various versions of the truth so so that is one part the other part is about sanskrit uh, panini the great grammarian built the foundations of sanskrit grammar actually there is a version of the story which basically says that he came from a place called gandhar which is there in mahabharat which is mentioned in mahabharat and there is also a version of history which basically says that this gandhar is kandahar which is in afghanistan. afghanistan so there are apparently certain instances where he basically uh, is nostalgic about his childhood beside the kabul river so which is in afghanistan so the interesting thing is sanskrit which we you know perceive as an indian language and it is definitely an indian language but it but it uh, but the person who built uh, the building blocks of grammar actually came from afghanistan but mm. but then yeah there there can be various versions of these things but i'm saying it's important to go there read them and try and understand uh, where it all came from look at the different theories read the different theories not to debate just to understand i i think that is why uh, it's very very important people talk about liberals and leftists and commies secular. and people secular and but i i honestly i i have never thought bhakt is a loaded word bhakt bhakti bhakt comes from bhakti which is a very very sacred tradition or spiritualism right and you can't use it as a bad word for somebody similarly being a liberal person is a very noble sort of endeavor or a noble thought process you can't call somebody liberal and assume that it's a bad name or call somebody bhakt for that matter and think it's a it's a bad word it is not so it's very important to uh, think about these terms and what they mean and understand what left is what right is you know left and right are actually parts of the parliament during the french revolution there are different sides of the parliament what is the left side of the parliament what is the right side of the, and that's that's there from these terminologies came in short history can be a unifying factor it can potentially be yeah mm. currently to divisive hai like you know a lot of you know saying how can we do this we can't be celebrating tipu sultan we can't be celebrating i don't know like any 
any anybody that you pick right i think yeah. you know I'm, i'm not i'm not saying just the right wing right even the other um, side Absolute. of the spectrum is also uh, at fault many times and you know just you and i that are holier than thou i think everybody else is like <laughs> so true. bloody um, true. divisive mm, true we are right yeah and 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 more so i am right uh, you may be wrong maybe right but i am right <laughs> exactly that's the narrative that's exactly yeah. the narrative yeah but yeah. you know if you look at um, how important it is you know like to spread the right kind of information when you get it uh, yeah. you know there is this term called whatsapp university right i think it was popularized <laughs> by ravish kumar where yeah. you know a lot of people don't do their research before they come into discussions or debates so they read something you know in whatsapp university that somebody must have sent them uh, you know it could claim any anything from you know declaring unesco declaring indian national anthem as the world's best national anthem <laughs> and mm. to you know like i don't know like uh, bill gates give uh, you know parting with his wealth or you know a lot of random things people randomly forward crap news without mm. verifying uh you know uh, the misinformation that's spreading and that's the reason whatsapp came up with this uh, effort to stop the number of forwards that you can do like you can't forward the same message bulk message to a lot of people there are restrictions mm-hmm. around that so that was brought because we like to read surface level headlines and just forward it rather than trying to understand if something is real news or if it's fake news just exclusively made for whatsapp university you know this thing that you said about not reading the entire thing in context i know uh, i think all of us have done that uh, i i know i have done it uh, while debating with friends just to make a point you google something you find that piece of news look at the headline and see if that headline supports your point of view and share it i think it's very dangerous history important hai but always see it in context and you know i think you should understand history you know understand both the good and bad that has happened be careful so that bad history doesn't repeat itself but other than that i think you should just take whatever learnings that you can take from history but and no just, don't just, hold just any bitter just do your thing. research just Absolutely. just do your research doing research uh, does no longer requires you to go to big libraries and bring out fat books it's all at your fingertips do your research basic research your before research opening a mouth and whatever happened has happened do not paint an entire group of people based on some action that is done by somebody who's perceived to be from the same race or community or whatever right these are two things that i suggest that people do sure so there's obviously no end to uh, this discussion and we are obviously you know renowned experts in the field of history you know authorized to talk about all of these subject matters so it, uh, there's there's no end to this but uh, to sum it all up is history important yes but only in context only in as much as you do your basic research before talking about it so i think that's about it um and sala kitna boring tha conclusion are pura episode hi boring tha उसको मैं फिनिश करूं।